started here in a minute once everyone rolls on in looking forward to chatting all right guys we will go ahead and start with our weekly announcements and more people can join us all right uh so some uh some big visual uh announcements we have a leaderboard that is now live on the homepage, so you can see who has the most activity and trading you can also search by wallet address and their stargaze name so another reminder to get a stargaze name um and the tokenomics update uh is now in governance um it is a a, a text proposal um where there's three specific actions. Um, the inflation will be cut by 60%. Uh, the max supply uh, will decrease from 4 billion to 3 billion and uh, 18 million stars from the community pool will go to uh, fund inflation rewards. Um, and also IBC hooks uh, will come with this upgrade, which will help with um, more uh, more seamless swaps with services like squid um token factory will also come with that um oh, the token factories next week different uh, uh and ibc hooks are different uh different props sorry about that um also the profile has been updated it's three times faster there's a card view selection and uh profile pictures have now moved to the other side of your name and the offer is paid is also more condensed um and easier to read uh the collection and token sorts are also um uh, also new on the each individual collection page um the the new filters are latest mints and oldest mints uh, there is a commonwealth discussion on funding an ics 721 super team um these are projects that uh, were successful in game of nfts uh the first one by empower chain is finishing the nft transfer uh bridge from eth to stargaze through gravity um, Arc Protocol is building an incentives is um, is uh, building a proxy contract for incentive and exit fees for NFT transfers, uh, and the Croncat team is building a, a Stargaze UI for transfers. Uh, and the community vote is active, so have a vote in that. Uh, and now we will uh, go ahead and start with uh, the the projects for the week. Uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, with you, Rec Gang. Welcome. Jim, Jim, how are you doing? Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining. Yeah, so uh, this is a fun project. Uh, yeah, tell us all about it and how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we're going to be minting the wreck chickens 
for free on uh, Stargaze and uh, hoping to onboard a lot of uh, you wonderful people from Stargaze into the Rec Gang community. That is our goal here. Uh, it's to make NFTs fun again and to bring some new community members because we think, you know, it's always good to have community growth. We have a great mission at Rec Gang. It's to take care of the Rec. And we'd love to learn more from y'all and I guess uh, share knowledge and uh, tips and tricks to better navigate this crypto ecosystem. Yeah, so this is a 100% free mint, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we went with uh, a 5,000 supply. Basically, there will be an allocation for rec gang NFT holders. So people that hold the uh, rec bulls on Juno network will have priority to mint, but uh, do not worry. Uh, there will definitely be some mints left over and how we decided to do this is to whitelist entire stargaze communities so basically our goal is to not get botted because uh, a free mint you know <laughs> and we've seen it on every chain as soon as there's a free mint people are going to try to bot it so what we did is we whitelisted entire uh, stargaze community we have women from cosmos here we whitelisted i think six of their collections um and if you hold any of those nfts at least one well then you'll get one whitelist to mint this free rec chicken so super simple um basically we're trying to get again as many unique community members as possible i know we're tracking actually unique wallets here but that is the vision is to do this entirely free so it's free for rec gang holders it's free for anybody else that mints uh in the wrecked friends phase that we'd like to call and uh there's going to be some cool utility added on to these pfps we think the art is super fun and funny right they're, they're like little chickens and they're pixel art uh so there's a lot of fun traits for y'all to explore as well so it's all about you know bringing a little bit of joy to the space because we've seen a lot of projects withdraw some massive amounts of liquidity and people you know kind of being bearish on the nft space we we want to bring some more energy and happiness and joy and uh yeah so it's basically a free mint to, to be part of the rec gang eventually and maybe even use that as a cool pfp awesome um and will people know exactly what they get when they mint oh that's a good question i like that you're uh <laughs> <laughs> um so what we're doing here and and i do want to add as well uh, this is going to be a multi-chain mint. So we're very pro kind of uh, encouraging everybody in the crypto space. Uh, we like all the chains. They all have something interesting and unique to offer. They all have some valuable community members. So basically, we will be minting on three different chains almost at the same time. So we are minting on Stargaze, on Polygon, and Solana. And it's always the same concept of the free mint. Um, that being said, it's part of this big wreck chickens collection. And we want everybody to reveal their chickens at the same time. Because part of, you know, trading NFTs is, is uh, also the art. And you want to kind of reveal the art and share that with your friends and be like, hey, I revealed this. What'd you get? 
Uh, we think that's that's a super fun process. So it will be very difficult for us to coordinate this if we do the, all the three mints at the same time. So the way we have decided to go about solving this is we will have a delayed reveal. And I believe this is a new feature on Stargaze as well. So we're super excited to be kind of uh, pioneering this feature. So initially, you will be minting uh, an unrevealed artwork. And in three days, when everything is minted out on all these chains, we'll have the reveal at the same time. We're hoping it works out. It's a lot of, you know, logistics. But uh, you'll be able to trade your chickens, meanwhile, the unrevealed art. Before that, maybe you want more. Maybe you're thinking that number 69 is a lucky number and that one hides like a super rare chicken. I don't know. Uh, so basically, you can trade your unrevealed chickens and they will reveal in three days time, all at the same time, on the free chain. So kind of using that delayed reveal tech on Stargaze to coordinate the reveal on all three chains at the same time. And everybody can post pictures and have fun and, you know, just uh, enjoy themselves. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, you, you guys are using the, the updatable metadata, which we've uh, we've had for a while now and other projects have used it. But you guys uh, are the first ones to use it to do a mint and reveal um, on, on the full mint out. So it's it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I think you guys are doing like the trifecta of uh, of uh, free mint, uh, the updatable and the flex contract to have the large uh, large whitelist. Yeah, that's a good so, point. We're also using first... that flex contract. I, I want to say how much we appreciate this because uh, it would have been very difficult for us to do a free mint with a limited amount of whitelist or not being able to update the whitelists, right? Because we are whitelisting so many community members that you know we don't even know if they're going to be there on mint date right like a lot of them are maybe on vacation or they're just not aware that there's a free mint going on and they're whitelisted so it's it's really cool that we can kind of do stages of whitelists and basically have the wrecking nft holders and then whitelist every everybody else and have that flexible approach i think it's uh gives us a lot of uh you know we're using it we're using all the tools to the full extent and we think they're very very important for the ecosystem and useful. So thanks for building them out. Yeah, thanks for putting them to use. Uh, so uh, which, which collections um, have you guys whitelisted? I remember uh, you said Women from Cosmos was one, right? And what was well, the other one? Your PFP as well. So uh, obviously we, we had to whitelist <laughs> the bad kids and, and hope I don't forget anybody here. Uh, but we also whitelisted uh, TSAS, Space Skellies, Kujirans, the Kiwis, uh, the WAD squad, uh, um, ONFT, or, or I guess Wolfman's project, the Owls. Um, there's a, there's three collections there that are actually whitelisted, and uh, I'm probably blanking on a few because I don't have the list. But but if you're part of a Cosmos community that's been active, Cosmos Apes, uh, we we probably whitelisted you. Oh yeah, Pixel Wizards. Almost forgot about Bernie. So yeah, anybody that's been on the chain and building, continuing to build, you're probably on the whitelist. I know it's going to be a lot of addresses, but like I said, a lot of these members aren't even aware that we're doing a free mint tomorrow. So we're hoping that, you know, you get a chance to mint. 
uh, because we're looking at a lot of unique wallets, right? We're going to need about like 2,000 minters, in my opinion, 2,000 unique minters. So it, I don't know usually how many minters you get on Stargaze, but but it's it's a lot for any chain to get that many unique addresses. So in in that sense, we're <laughs> yeah we're going to be pushing hard on Saturday as well. That's when. Uh, the mint for the wrecked brands is happening, just so everybody's aware that this is going on. And uh, and the free mint is uh, it's uh, limited to one per person. Yeah, exactly. Or one per wallet. Exactly. So it's just one per person. Even if you hold like twenty bad kids and twenty TSAS and five, you know, women from Cosmos collections, you are only eligible. If it's in the same wallet, you are only eligible for one mint. Uh, Again, like the vision here is to get as many unique members as possible. Um, we want everybody to have a bit of fun. And, you know, it's not because you're a whale and you hold maybe 20 bad kids that you're going to get more mints than somebody holding uh, maybe one NFT from a smaller collection. Um, now, let, let's say somebody uh, doesn't hold any of these collections. Can Is there a way for them to still get on the whitelist? At, at this point in time, I will have to say no. Um, we did publish a document as well. Um, in you, you know, if you click on our Twitter account, you can. Uh, there's a document with all the addresses that were whitelisted. So you can check there. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you hold <laughs> a collection and you forgot about it. Um, so there isn't a way of getting uh, a mint. And what will happen if we do not mint out is we will be minting the rest uh, probably for, you know, Rec Gang holders or Rec Gang DAO, actually. So and maybe we can run some giveaways for people that missed out. Uh, but uh, basically, it's too dangerous for us to open a public mint and and get bought it that that is kind of like my biggest worry with this like i feel a free mint is pretty low risk approach but if you don't find the people to mint and then you get bought it that can really ruin and screw like the whole distribution and supply and like the whole vision of the thing so uh there won't be any public mints basically yeah no uh got it well thank you very much um let's go ahead and hear from uh women from cosmos uh, uh first off i do see not risby i think i saw you in the audience um feel free to come up here oh there you are there you are oh yeah let's uh let's let's uh chat with you as well <laughs> you guys are kind of related anyways with a similar project so uh uh let's chat about uh this one welcome Yes, let's go ahead and hear from Yeloto because it's going to be a really special collection and then I can go and talk about the open edition. No problem. Hello there. Uh, my name is Rizby. I'm the co-founder of Gelato. I wish our other co-founder could come, but unfortunately he's tied up. But thank you so much for uh, having me up here. Yeah, thank you very much for joining. Um, so for, for people unfamiliar with what you guys do, can you give a, a quick overview of uh, Gelato, kind of like when you guys started and kind of what the mission is? Yeah, of course. Uh, Gelato has been alive for almost two years now. Our platform has been you know, actually on Juno for one and a half. And the dream for Gelato is to create the next theme for Web3, a marketplace where people can come build games. They can use all the tools that we built for them and create really fun stuff. You know, the, some of the things that we're building 
to help empower this is stuff like our own randomness algorithm that's been battle tested, building frameworks so you can use other uh, randomness like noise. We also built out a protocol for uh, crowdsourcing uh, liquidity. So this way you can build something fun, but also have access to liquidity from the community to do fun fun things with it. We're building out a gelato credit system to make your experience uh, easy when building and also kind of take away a lot of the magic that's required or learning to like interact with dApps on Web3. So overall, that's kind of dream for gelato, building a marketplace where people come build cool things and be able to profit from it. Great. Yeah. Can you uh, tell us about your previous projects and uh, how you uh, how it rolled into this one? Yeah, before coming into Web3, my co-founder and I, we started several other companies in the past, like AI uh, t-shirt companies. We have also done projects around cloud consulting. We own a mining company. So we've done a lot of Web2-related projects. Gelato was our first time actually coming into Web3. Before coming to Cosmos, we initially started looking at Solana. We did some you know, development there, built some POCs, but ultimately, you know, as an investor in Cosmos and just sort of just playing around with the tech, this place was the place to be with the superior tech, the low cost, and Gelato is our first, you know, real project in Web3. And I'm excited to see that we built such a strong community and we're already building uh, pretty fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. You guys have uh, have been around for, for a little bit here, too. Um, yeah. Uh, tell us about launching your first NFT project and kind of like what you guys learned from there and the, what you're bringing to this one here. Yeah. From the very beginning, we really wanted to capture that feeling of back in the day when you would open up a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon cards or a baseball card and find something really amazing. Because we're a project that's really focused on community, no VC funding, or even investors, we wanted to sort of tie those things together. How can we take that amazing, magical feeling of being you know, younger, you know, finding these cool things, but also tying it in a way where people actually get ownership of the platform by holding our NFTs and our assets. And that's sort of the idea of where Gelato Series 1, 2, and 3 came from. I think every great project, every great brand needs like a core collection, a core something that sort of everything is built around. And for us, it's our Gelato series. So the way it works is by holding a Gelato series one, two, and three, you get VIP treatment on our platform from discount, boost on games, early access to everything that we have. And beyond that, you also get a partial ownership of the gaming platform. So each NFT gives you a percentage or a partial percentage of revenue from the gaming platform. Series one was 840 supply, series two, 420 supply, and series three, which, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's either sold out or there's one more left uh, to be minted. So series three also gives you a much higher revenue sharing per NFT. And honestly, like series one was the first NFT we launched. We had no idea what to expect, how people would sort of, you know, like it. Did we make the cost too high? There's a lot of learnings, you know? I think the first series was a lot of NFTs. Maybe the price could have been a little cheaper. Our community wasn't that well built yet. And I think from there, we took a lot of learnings. We applied it to series two. I think people really love series two. It's been minted out. And now we took a lot of learnings from there, applied to series three. And I'm happy to see that it's already doing so well. I'm not sure if any will actually make the public mint, but I'm just really excited that people are really digging our NFTs. I love all the utilities that come with it. Great. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, this new series, right? Uh, Maria is the artist. Yeah, uh, she is. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say, like, from the very beginning, even before Gelato started, I remember, like, you know, a lot of Genesis collections on Stargaze. Like, that's kind of what drew me 
like towards Cosmos and towards Stargate. And from the moment I saw like Maria's like work, I was like, damn, I hope in the future at some point we can work together. And then after we launched series one, you know, some people started recognizing us. I reached out to her. I was like, hey, you have any interest? Gave her some crazy pitches and it just happened. And honestly, I'm still blown away at how special like each of the uh, series, each of the NFTs in series three are literally one on ones. And the way they came out, how unique they are. She blows my fucking mind. Thank you so much. Yes, I have to say, like, I'm really, really proud of this collection. And I love how diverse it is because we've been, you know, like talking about different ideas and that I have to say, like, I love from them because they send me like a lot of outputs and, you know, like ideas to follow. And I just love it, you know, like actually giving community the opportunity to have like maybe find yourself on a PFP with different bodies, different themes. I hope that community love it. Uh, I put like a lot of hours behind this work. Um, I, I had a lot of fun, I have to say. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, Rizby, do you have any tips for other um, community members on how to build a community? Because uh, you've been pretty successful with it. I feel like one of the biggest things that we've seen working other projects and especially working gelato is you need to build things in a way where continuously being transparent and gaining community feedback. So by making the community a partial owner of your project, getting their feedback and using that to build the things you're working on. Like, as I keep telling people, like if you go out into a web two world and you try to build a product and try to get feedback from people, it costs a lot of money to get real genuine feedback. It takes a lot of resources. But if you can build that strong community, be transparent, you know, uh, integrate them part of the entire building process. I think that's kind of what leads to building a strong community because ultimately, you know, we acknowledge this and I hope I wish other projects would as well, too. We don't have all the answers. We're good at very specific things, but we do have dreams ambitions and the goal is to work with this amazing you know set of community that we have you know there are other people that are interested in what we're trying to build and it would be silly for us not to make them part of that process so that's been successful for us and i, I feel like that's also been successful with stargaze i see you guys taking feedback not from the creators not only from the creators but the community and just that's kind of what led to stargaze being one of the best nft marketplace one of the easiest nft marketplaces across web3 Thank you very much. Um, would would it be okay to talk about what you're maybe considering uh, building on Stargaze? Yeah, I guess I can throw it out there. So for people who aren't familiar, uh, we're planning on building out a game called Beast. This is going to be a game uh, focused around customizing monsters, battling, leveling up. But the really cool tech that we're building here is actually evolving NFTs. So originally, we're planning on building this on Juno. But because of the state of how Juno, uh, things are Juno are going, and the fact that the Beast game is heavily built around NFTs, we're kind of considering maybe Stargaze would be a good home for that. We haven't finalized any details. We're still sort of thinking things through. But beyond Beast, we're also looking to build a NFT Battle Royale game, which is going to incorporate different NFT projects from Stargaze that can battle each other, level up, and do some cool things. But more information on that will definitely come very soon. And I just realized I probably shouldn't have teased that beast stuff. I think you were referring to the NFT Battle Royale game. So I guess that's a little bit of alpha yeah. right there. Uh, that's what people come to these spaces for, right? Uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, you've given us a little bit of alpha and a good lowdown on the, on the project. It was, it was great chatting. Um, 
Well, let's hear from Women from Cosmos about her uh, project as well now. I mean, feel free. You kind of have two right now, huh? Yes, actually. And I want to say congrats to Gelato because it's already like 95% minted. I just check it like, wow, I'm impressed. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, guys, I want you to share your pieces because, you know, Bear Mama here, I want to see what you get. Uh, but while talking about the open edition, uh, as soon as I hear about you guys doing this, as I seen this on Ethereum before, I thought that it was like a really cool, you know, opportunity as well to bring my art to other people that maybe cannot afford to have one woman from Cosmos piece. So I created this piece. Uh, I'm going to pin it now in a second. Um, well, we're doing a cool thing around this as well. Uh, it is 500 stars, the price. And what we're going to do is we're going to use these uh, pieces for you to enter on a special raffle. Uh, depending on how the Open Edition Mint goes, it's going to be one or two one-on-one -on -one pieces uh, created by me. I've been requested like several times along this past month uh, for a lot of you guys in the audience, like if I can commission for you. So now finally it's happening. I'm going to create a one-on-one -on -one collection on Stargaze to, you know, like to, to continue growing. Um, if you mint two of these open edition pieces, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to burn one but please, guys, don't burn it yourself. You have to go to our Discord, open a ticket, you share your status address so I can, you know, check it and keep a track on it. Um, that uh, second burned piece will give you one ticket to enter the raffle. So, you know, just adding an extra fun thing. Yeah. And yeah, basically that, I mean... I think it's a cool function uh, uh, to try as well. I wanted to give the opportunity to more people to join our universe. The piece is called The Awakening. It has an, a small point as well with it. And I hope you all guys love it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's a, it's a really nice piece and it makes it much more uh, accessible to people who weren't able to get any of the original collections. Um, and so, yeah, so uh, you will be, so people will be able to win uh, a one of one or like a, ha are you, you going to make them specifically for them? Yeah, exactly. So it's actually like if you commission me, but for free, I'm going to create the piece you want uh, based on whatever picture you send me. And that's why I wanted to do it with this. So, you know, like being a tip Ming in the sense like you can meet several and then have more options, more tickets to win the raffle. Just have some fun as well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like how everyone's coming up with different uh, ideas to use the open edition mentor and gamifying different experiences. Um, is is there a kind of a time limit on this? Um, will you, is there going to be like one raffle or multiple raffles? Uh, when will that happen? Well, it's going to happen when the mint ended. And I put like two weeks, like the previous open edition mint. And depending on how the mint goes, it will be one or two raffles. Uh, hopefully we ended up doing two. Um, yeah, we're going to do it as soon as this mint finish. But, you know, as soon as you can start minting tomorrow, you can start like open tickets on Discord for me to start keeping track of how many tickets you have. And we move from there. 
Okay, great. Thanks a lot. Um, let's go and hear from uh, L. John. I. John. Sorry, I. John. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Nice to be to be here again. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, tell uh, tell us about your work. Yeah, um, we are super happy and excited to go up with uh, Maria and the Red Gang and Gilotto. And um, we have like a an open edition piece that is coming. Um, it was, uh, the idea behind it was to celebrate Stargaze and its projects. Um, initially, we did it for the um, launch of the open editions two weeks ago, but I think it still fits because open editions are still new. I think the piece is really nice and uh, Stargaze is still, <laughs> pretty young and uh, just a bit more than one year old. So yeah, the, the idea was to um, depict our favorite and in our um, opinion, the most iconic collections on Stargaze in one piece, or at least a selection of them. Sounds really hard if I say those are the ones, but I think they are at least among the ones. And we, um, yeah, we also thought how to uh, how to choose the style of the image, and we thought uh, Stargaze is well most well known for the Bad Kids collection. So we tried to do an homage with the style we choose, and uh, yeah, drew it by hand on paper with uh, how are these called in English uh, crayons? No, I think. That's not it, but like with uh, uh, Faber-Castell. Uh, <laughs> Maybe colored pencils? Um, colored pencils, exactly, yeah. The, the ones that you can uh, work with water and everything. So yeah, that was the idea. And for the background, we we added some, yeah, like uh, a night photography uh, and a night sky uh, captured on film to add to the Stargaze theme. Oh, nice. It's like a composite as well. Yep. Yep. Oh, which, we which tried to make it fit. Oh, like, um, of course, there's like the squad is in there. So uh, you will have, you will see uh, an homage to Maria, uh, to one of Maria's pieces. You have a Stargaze punk in there. Of course, you have like a, a bad kid <laughs> um, variant in there. But also, an ape, uh, a Tisas, and uh, or uh, a cosmos ape. We couldn't decide which one, so we hope like everyone picks what he likes. Death and Study, of course. I'm like the biggest Study fanboy out there. There's a pixel wizard, for example, but I don't want to spoil all of them. The idea was just to create a fun piece that everybody likes. And we were really happy that we didn't go with uh, pixel art this time because we really want to do that in the future after seeing uh, the contribution by Stargaze Rooms with the Stargaze Alliance Open Edition that we really, really like as well. And it goes for a similar theme, I think. Yeah, so the, it's, it's a nice collage with a bunch of uh, projects from Stargaze that have been, been around almost from the start. Yes, exactly. Uh, awesome. Um, let's go ahead and get any uh, questions from the audience for 
any of the projects we have up uh, for Rack Gang, women from Cosmos, Gelato, or iJohn, please request to speak and we will get your question answered. Rec Gang, I've got a question for you. Um, so this is now going to be your first official project on Stargaze, right? Um, can can we uh, hope for anything else to come? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're working on this very hard. I think uh, everybody in our community is aware. But we'd love to have the Rec Bulls that are on Juno Network um, to be able to migrate them to, to Stargaze. And I think there was a lot of uh, uh, good news around ICS and, you know, interchain, uh, I guess, uh, migration of NFTs or interoperability, however you want to call it. So we'd love to bridge over our bulls uh, from Juno to, to Stargaze. That'd be fantastic whenever that tech is, is ready on mainnet. Um, so looking forward to that. But meanwhile, I guess all the bull holders will have a chicken collection on, on Stargaze. And we're excited to learn more about the ecosystem. Uh, obviously, I think you guys have some uh, new cool stuff coming up. I'm very excited myself for the AMM. I don't know if uh, that's when that's coming, but I'm pretty bullish on that, as well as the new NFT staking that you guys will be launching. So I think there's a lot of cool perks on Stargaze, and we can't wait to have something you know tangible, like an NFT, I guess, on the ecosystem in order to kind of uh, explore it more and, uh, yeah, develop the community there. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we may have chatted about this last time as well, but yeah. How, how do you keep your community so active and engaged as well? Like, um, I know you guys are also very conscious about the number of collections you drop and like where you do it. Yeah, well, you know, that's kind of out the window with this chicken collection. We're <laughs> um, like 20K over free chains. You know what? Uh, we kind of felt like um, we we really want to bring more people in the community. And at this time of the NFT market, asking for funds is just not very feasible. Well, I guess, you know, asking for a lot of funds, right? Like, you know, mints that are uh, mid-sized, that's fine. But uh, our goal here is to bring new people in. So we felt like a free mint was the best way. And once you go the route of free mint, you can kind of expand your mind and just do a collection as big as you want. Obviously, these chickens won't have the same DAO rights as our OG collections, like the wolves, the trippies, and the bulls, but they'll still have plenty of fun things planned for the chickens. So at that point, like, I feel sometimes we're playing a lot on the scarcity of things. And um, if we think that this market is going to grow, I don't think we should limit that, you know, I feel like uh, initially I was like a small collection is good. Like when we were minting two years ago, almost we're like, got to keep it small supply because then the floor price can go up really quickly since it's so illiquid. Uh, it's pretty easy, right? But at the same time, once that happens and you do get that high floor price, unfortunately, the barrier of entry is quite high. So a lot of people just, you know, can't afford or don't see the value in buying a rec wolf for whatever price it is. But if it's a free mint, I mean, there's no financial barrier here at that point. And 
you can kind of dabble into the community. And if you do enjoy what you're seeing, um, maybe eventually you will buy a Rec Wolf or, you know, Rec Gang NFT, or you'll keep your chicken and that's enough for you and you're having fun and that's cool. So, yeah, just to kind of get back to the supply thing, I, I think we, you know, uh, the goal here is to getting more unique members in your community, and that's how we can keep the engagement up. If you have more people cheering on and sharing content and creating memes and, you know, doing research on what's cool to mint and what airdrop to farm, it's much easier when you're a group than uh, of a lot of people than, you know, there's two of y'all and that can get a little discouraging because it's a lot of work. So I guess my advice here is, Try to get more people into your project. That that would be like my goal for people uh, that are building in the bear market. I think that's the most important part. And once you have that and the bull turns around for the NFTs, then you already have all this community of shillers that will be attracting more people in. It's kind of like a, you know, a positive loop here. You get more people, more people want to join and so on and so forth. Yeah, more distribution. And and uh, will the chickens have pretty much all the same access as the rec wolf and the, the rec bulls? I mean, I assume there's maybe some private channels that uh, that they, they may not get into, but uh, it's part of the main community, right? Yeah, basically, um, you know, we will, I don't want to reveal too much, but they will have a time limited access to the Discord. So where the value lies within the rec gang, I think the most quote unquote financial value of buying this NFT is in our alpha chat, which is uh, very curated and usually um, does well. So a lot of people that buy rec gang NFTs, if they're only looking at it from a purely financial perspective, is because they want to join the alpha channel, maybe get some whitelists and things like that. Um, so we will give them access, but it will be time limited. And then we'll create some sort of gamification around them getting access. So they'll get a taste for sure. And if, like I said, if they do like the, the, you know, the value proposition that we have, um, they might want to upgrade or they might want to accumulate more chickens because that would be a way to get um, access as well. So there's there's going to be a few ways, but uh, initially if we're going to try to onboard them as much as possible and ungate uh, as many channels as possible. That makes sense. Okay, thank you very much. Um, uh, all right, guys, uh, just a reminder, um, you are welcome to come up and ask a question or make a comment uh, with any of the projects. Uh, not Rizby, I have a question for you as well. So like, generally we've seen projects kind of like go wider right now do you have a smaller collection can you tell us the strategy behind this to make it a smaller much higher priced collection from the larger collections y'all have had yeah i think it, to me it's all about storytelling and in the beginning because gelato was still relatively new and we didn't have a big community we figured hey something a larger collection you know lower price is probably the way to go but as we started building a community you know it just it seems kind of fun to start with something big, slowly whittle it down and get to the the bear, which is our newest collection, 69. And I kind of like the idea of smaller collection just because that's where you can do a lot more artistic work, make it really cool. Where if you have like, you know, hundreds or even a thousand plus, you know, some of them will lose its uniqueness. So I think there are places in the future we will do larger collections with different utility. Nothing else will have the utility that series one, two and three have. But I will always kind of be a you know a fan of the smaller, more intimate collections. 
Yeah, and can you tell us about how you decided to price this collection? Yeah, the price really just came down to because all of them have the same exact utility. And, you know, the difference is uh, each collection gets 1% of the gaming revenue, which in the future will increase with governance. So due to that, because the first collection had 840 supply, second one has 420, just based on like how much each share of the NFTs will get, it seems around, you know, honestly, we were probably going to make them a bit more expensive based on the math we have done. But because it's a bear market and really, really want to support a lot of our early community members, we kind of decided 35K stars, whitelist, and 50K public was probably a good number based off the rewards that are being generated by the other collection, plus other things that we have in the pipeline. Uh, yeah. Um, c- can you talk a little bit about the numbers? Uh, anything you have at hand? Yeah. Uh, in total so far, since Series 1 two and, uh, series one and 2 have come out and we released uh, Staking of the House, almost $3,000 in rewards have been sent to our uh, holders on top of that because you get access to exclusive things like free poker game, merchandise discounts. Poker alone, we're probably giving away over, you know, maybe five to like $7,000 in rewards. And now we have another big set of poker games that are coming up in, uh, soon. So all in all, I would say well over 10K USD has been given away to our holders who, ho- who hold our Series 1 and 2 and have VIP. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot. Um, all right, guys, any, any questions for the projects uh, at hand here? Uh, women from Cosmos and iJohn, um, do you guys have plans to do other open edition mints? Go, I let you go first. <laughs> You're too nice. Um, I have no idea. I think we'll try with this mm-hmm. one. And if it goes well, why not? Because uh, I think there are like various uh, options, especially if you're going for one of one pieces that uh, you want to do that are take a lot of a lot of work um, to do them, them like seasonally or um, regarding uh, specific events. I think there's quite a couple of uh, use cases for open editions. So we're not sure, but we may. <laughs> it's an experiment. And uh, women from Cosmos? Yes, actually, I've been sketching different pieces on my notebook since I launched the first collection back in March 22. And I may be continue a little series of open edition following, you know, like different feelings and emotion. This one is the awakening, you know, a start, the, the beginning point. And I have at least two more to continue. Great. Thank you very much. Um, if we have anyone that has any questions or comments for the projects up, please request to speak. Because it's a little quiet today. Usually we have a, a few. Uh-oh. Uh, Gang. Um, oh, yeah. You got a question? Go ahead. Well, I, I had a question for you guys. <laughs> Is that mm-hmm. a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People ask us questions all the time. Hopefully I could answer. Uh, yeah, well, obviously it's going to be a when question. So oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited about, you know, I guess you, you mentioned this a few times. Uh, it, would you have any tentative uh, dates for us for the NFT staking and the AMM? Just, just wondering, you know. 
Uh, I can't give any tentative dates, um, but we have been talking about using Astroport as the the AMM uh, and the NFT staking is uh, is still being like designed and redesigned. Um, so no no hard dates on that yet. But oh, I keep, the, uh, keep on NFT asking AMM, every week. AMM. Sorry, I. Uh... Oh, the NFT AMM. Yeah, um, that the yeah the contracts are done. Uh, we're pretty much just working on the front end for it. Uh, so sooner than you think, but uh, but again, I I, I don't want to give any dates because uh, it could either be sooner or it could be later than that. Um, more than a couple of weeks. So let's say that L- less than a couple of months. That's good enough for me, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will actually have Token Factory, uh, I believe, live next week. So that's something you guys can play with. Uh, it'll be available through the CLI. Uh, so you'll have to, like, um, you know, uh, do it through do it through the terminal. But you guys will be able to have fun with that as well. Any other questions for Stargaze? A creator question for Stargaze. Well, I do as well have a question. Okay. Um, have okay. you guys considered implementing the whitelist, uh, the whitelist option for the open edition? Yeah, uh, that's actually been uh, a requested feature. So um, each of the ecosystem projects that launch, they they have a channel in our Discord. So there is an open edition channel, and the developer of that uh, is from the Rack team. Uh, they're very open to hearing feedback, and then they'll um, you know they'll add those features over time. But the whitelist feature yeah, is definitely something that's been requested recently. Let me see if we have what other ones were there. Um, I believe like uh, being able to open the the mint up as well to add another one. It was a was a requested feature. Um, that's a few other two. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it'll it'll be there. Uh, but the Stargaze team is not the one that developed the contract itself. Uh, and Risby. I'm happy to open, uh, you know, the factory stuff is coming to Stargaze. So question in the future, would it be possible, like when you buy or interact with an NFT on Stargaze, can it somehow cost another asset? Like, and if you wanted to like buy this NFT for like 3000 stars, but at the same time, you have to burn another token X amount to make the transaction happen. Is that something you guys are looking at or something you'll, you know, try to make happen in the future? I'm sorry, I was muted. So you're talking about burn to mint? Yeah, basically. So you right now, when mm-hmm. you try to buy any NFTs on Stargate, you're basically only using stars, right? So I'm asking, would there be a po- possibility of adding a different yes. asset? Than yeah, so there's, uh, there's going to be a, an IBC minter uh, where you can pretty much um, use any asset to, uh, to mint with. So that, you know, that's the currency that you're minting with. Uh, and I see Shane's coming up to speak, so he may be able to give you more finer details on that. Hey guys, yeah, I just want to um, add to that. So we're working on a burn to mint feature. So initially, um, when that is launched, you'll be able to uh, mint by burning another NFT or burning um, actually any amounts of NFT. So you can burn like two of them to mint a new one. But you want to, let me get what you're trying to do. You want to be able to burn a certain amount of tokens to mint? Is that it? Yes, 
Uh, correct. Uh, when we build a base game out, everything in that game is going to have a burn mechanism, especially around trading NFTs. So when you trade our NFTs or sell NFTs, a portion of the beast tokens will get uh, burnt. So I'm just kind of wondering if that's something that might be possible on Stargate in the future. Okay, so like burn a certain amount of like fungible token. That's what you want to do, right? And then mid. Correct. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're actually we're actually um, building out that functionality for uh, for Noble right now. Um, so can reuse that when that's done. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to burn um, a set amount of uh, a fungible token and mint with that. Um, basically, all you're really doing is you're setting the payment address to like a burn address. So uh, you know, instead of getting the payment, it just it gets burned. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. Beyond excited for that feature to come out. Awesome. Great. Um, I guys any any more questions for us? Wrecking, Gelato, I John, Shane, Stargaze, we're all here. I guess um, you know you talked about, or I guess I talked about bridging of NFTs. Wondering when the that's going to be live because I saw the proposal on Stargaze. So. When do you guys expect that to that feature to be on mainnet and even uh, bridging from Polygon or Ethereum to Stargaze as well is pretty interesting. Yeah, so we just finished um, Game of NFTs. You know, putting uh, so the protocol for interchain NFT transfers uh, is called ICS seven twenty one, and Game of NFTs just finished. Um, so we got to see a lot of demos and that code got battle tested. And the next step is to kind of uh, clean it all up and get it production ready. Um, so we worked on building out this uh, ICS 721 super team, <laughs> what we're calling it. And um, they're going to help us get this stuff into production. So basically we have stuff working on testnet. Uh, things have to be cleaned up. And um, so that's kind of where we are right now. Um, but the thing is we have to design, um, some kind of like, like rate limits and stuff like that, uh, because there's also ways to abuse it. So, so that's, that's our biggest concern right now. Um, because it, it can also cause a lot of liquidity drain if it's not designed carefully. Um, and, and we have to work with the creators and stuff like that too. Right. So, you know, um, there are some creators that, you know, for some whatever reason, don't want their NFTs to move uh, outside of Stargaze. Then there's other creators that don't mind at all, right? Um, so, and and then sometimes there's, you know, maybe the community wants it or the holders want it, and sometimes they might not. So we have to kind of design, um, you know, a governance system, something where the creator has a say, the holders have a say on on how to kind of, go about with this um so that's kind of where we are now like uh, i don't know you know the expression like the last 20 percent takes 80 percent of the time um you know that's kind of where we are now we're trying to you know it, it's done it's working but we have to you know finish up the the bits and pieces to get it fully production ready yeah so soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah so much is going on right now we're working on so many things at once uh, so, so that's, uh, yeah, it, it, it slows things down a little bit. 
Oh, and uh, you know, uh, one thing I uh, I forgot to mention is that um, some Stargaze team will be in Europe uh, in the coming weeks um, at Awesome Wasm and uh, ETC and OsmoCon and Nebular. So uh, come say hi if uh, you see us around. And Shane will be talking as well um, at two of those conferences, um, OsmoCon and Awesome Wasm. So that, that talk will be up uh, some weeks after, I'm assuming. Um, and M, hey, welcome. Hey, good evening, everyone. I had a question for Berserker. Is the, um, is the Red Chickens also, uh, I missed the beginning of the space, is it also transferable all three collections to different chains? And is Solana part of those chains too? Yeah, so actually, it's not transferable on Polygon nor on Solana, but I guess we're talking about this ICS 721 standard, um, and possibly, you know, in the future, they will be transferable. The chickens on Stargaze, basically, we will enable some sort of bridging, but uh, then again, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to do that. So... <laughs> we we want to be bridging from Juno to Stargaze, not not from Stargaze. And the Polygon ones actually they have on chain uh, storage, so we'd rather not ruin that through a upgradable contract. And the Solana ones, well, Solana they they don't like to make friends with uh, the bridging solutions. So right now the they only have like a one way wormhole thing going and uh it's pretty complex to get that enabled so until they implement axelar uh i don't think that will be an option for now so hope that answers your question yes perfectly thank you berserker i also had a just a follow-up question um is there possibly in the future like um uh, staking with O, you know the platform oh yeah man I, i'm excited o to try some of these uh stargaze uh features that that exist so I know what you're talking about with ONFTs. It's not custodial staking uh, that's enabled on, on Stargaze and, and Polygon, which is pretty cool uh, that they have that. But I'm most excited about the, and I hope I don't mess up the word, is the super cooled staking <laughs> uh, on Stargaze, which is basically kind of a, to me, a big differentiator of this ecosystem because you'll be able to stake your chickens and uh, earn stars, which is way better than any, I don't want to say this, but shit token that That's I can debatable. give you, right? So <laughs> this That's is a debatable. real token with real utility. You know, also the cool thing about, about that is that it, 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 it secures the chain at the same time, right? So there's no NFT staking anywhere else that I'm, uh, I'm aware of that, that actually, you know, provides a benefit to the chain by, by securing it. You know, most of them, you just, you just lock it up for a period of time and you earn some kind of reward token. But like in this case, it's actually doing some useful work. Yeah, NFT staking is so stupid, like on other chains, right? It, it makes no sense. Why are you staking your NFT? Like it doesn't do anything. You're just reducing the supply because uh you want the floor price to go up and making it by making it more liquid so like you know conceptually i feel it makes no sense i like non-custodial staking i guess you're rewarding holders but you're not punishing them by forcing them to put something in a 
usually unaudited smart contract, but here uh, it, it makes so much sense. You're getting real rewards. You're securing the chain. I'm, I'm extremely bullish on this concept. So I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, when? <laughs> Well, I, I, okay, actually, since I have you guys on a call, I have, I have a question about it. So, um, you know, still in the, in, in the design process of it. Um, and, and I'm thinking if um, we should add, add liquidations to it or not. Because I know liquidations can be scary for some people. But the thing is, it enables you to tweak your risk a little bit, right? So let's say you want to earn uh, a bit more yield. Uh, you can, like, adjust your risk tolerance. But you have um, there's a possibility of getting liquidated and, and losing your you know losing your NFT and it gets sold in the marketplace, right? The cool thing about that is that you know it, it brings some kind of protocol revenue um, if there's a liquidation. But yeah, you know it's bad for the user, but you know it might be good for revenue for the protocol. Um, but then it, it enables you to kind of adjust your risk and earn more yield. Um, and I know I know some people are scared about it, but that's kind of something I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth on and would, you know, love some, com some community feedback on it. And, uh, you know, I can, I can write up, uh, like a post on this stuff too, to get some more feedback on it. But since you guys are here, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Maria, you want to go ahead? I'll go after you. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead, but I'm going to disappoint you guys because yes, I uh, wanted to say that I have to leave. So I'm going to leave you here with the conversation. I'm going to listen to the recording. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Uh, wait for you tomorrow for the mint of all of us. I will try to mint all of the collection coming and have a lovely day. Thank you for joining. Um, you have a great day yourself. Thanks, man. That's uh, Wolfman. You you just beat Rizby. <laughs> so let's hear from you. <laughs> well, I just wanted to comment too on the wrecked chickens. What's up, guys? Good to see everybody. Um, one of the cool things too is we'll make it to where you'll be able to stake with Stargaze and with ONFT, so you can still have community tokens and all the different cool stuff there. And you'll also be able to stake <laughs> and earn stars as well. So that'll be really cool. And I'm really looking forward to it. I think the model's really good. I think it's going to be awesome. Awesome. Yeah, let's hear from Risby. I really love the idea of NFTs being liquidated. I do get why some people may be turned off by this. It would be awesome if both options were available, but you somehow got more rewards or something additional by opting into the NFT potentially being you know, liquidated. If you do that, I feel like you kind of get both sides of the people. And people like me who like to degen a bit more, some of my NFT, that would be okay potentially getting liquidated. Oh yeah, I think that's a that's a good idea. I think that's something that's doable, like making it an option, right? So um, maybe you'll have like a lower fee or something to do it and and higher yield. Um, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks, um, Rep. Let's hear from you. Yeah, I guess there's two uh, a few points. Um, so one way of doing this that that I feel is a little safer, but it's up to y'all is doing a timed liquidation. And what I mean by that is um, because if you're looking at the floor price and floor price goes down and you get liquidated, then that, that sucks, right? But if it's more of a timed liquidation, you did not pay back by a certain amount of time, then 
I feel like that's more fair. Like there's a few loan protocols that exist on uh, the EVMs where they, they either, you know, the, there's the floor price and a lot of people do that because they get to buy NFTs for cheap, but it always feels bad. But there's another one that does it by time. So if you don't repay your loan by three months, then you get liquidated that way. I, I do think it's it's fine to liquidate. You know, that's your own prerogative to, to, to have taken off uh, a loan, uh, if we can use that word. So to me, it's fine, but just kind of, you'll have to do the math on this because you don't want to add too much risk to the platform because that brings a lot of leverage. And we've seen what happened on Ethereum in the past few weeks, how the floor, the floor prices plummeted. And most of it is because there was so much leverage. Um, you know, a lot of people take took loans off their Bored Apes or Azukis. A lot of people were shorting the market and obviously there was the blur bidding. So just be careful, I guess, uh, and, and keep it like small scale initially. And then if it works well, maybe afterwards you can offer more loans or, or bigger loans or, uh, yeah. So that, that'd be like, do the math first because, uh, adding too much leverage too quickly can be a bad thing. Yeah, that's a really good idea. So you can have, um, you know, you can have like a margin call, right. Um, and have a period of time that, uh, allows you to go in and like, you know, put in, add some more stars or something and, um, top up, top up your, your position. So it won't get liquidated. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. And, um, and, and, and yeah, there's so much like, there's, there's also like elements of like lending and borrowing here too. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the design carefully because there's kind of many directions this kind of design can go in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks a lot, Rhett, for the comments. Um, Sandra, welcome. Hello. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I want to say uh, I don't have um, so much practice with my English. So I'm so sorry, but I will do my best. Uh, I have three questions. Um, I would like to, to know if you have any ideas for the uh, Latino community uh, talking about creators. And I would love to, to know something about the onboarding because I think it's a it's a uh, important thing to 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 give um, um attention and uh, the last question is about uh, creators but um, music can you tell me something about this please yeah um so uh, i think your your first question was about the um the latin community right uh yeah we are reaching out to them um one of the the team members um is specifically working with the the hispanic community i think you may have talked to them little gains uh we do have one of our co-founders is from guatemala um we also have um, what was I thinking? We have a lot of Spanish-speaking uh, creators. And Maria, who was just here, was one of them as well. So there's a there's definitely a growing community. I think the Pepe's are from Argentina, um, and I know I know I know we have a couple more. Um, Stardy's from Brazil as well. 
and then oh, your second question was about cre uh, creators. I'm sorry, what was the second question? About onboarding, because uh, I, I could see that there is a lot of people buying NFTs, but a lot of them are actually um, artists. So I was thinking about um, make a link, but with people who likes to buy art, but there, there are not artists, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, bringing so that's um, that that's kind of what the the community is for, right? The marketplace and the launchpad. Yeah, we want to connect artists with buyers. So there are people who want to buy art, um, and we will showcase the artists for them. Um, but oh, uh, is there anything in specific you think that we should be doing? Um, like, do you have any ideas for onboarding? Sure. Actually, I have some of them <laughs> mm -hmm. because Great. I am working as an art curator and um, I have been working in, in this world about NFT, but well, it's too long to explain, to explain. So I'm sorry, maybe we can talk about this later. Sure. Um, what, was your, what was your last question? About music. What about oh, music? music? Do you? Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we've had a, a couple of uh, music projects launch. Um, NFTVs has launched a handful of projects. He was also the first one to do uh, a record uh, on here as well. Um, he's combined it with some kind of like modular video art as well. Um, most recently, we had Yuri, um, who's a very, very talented uh, violinist, uh, launch, launch an open edition with, with one song. Um, and we're working on something for like 808, uh, which is like August, kind of August 8, which is like a drop uh, of music, uh, which is still in the works. Uh, but yeah, the, there'll be more information about that. Uh, but yeah, if you have any any uh, art, musical artists that would like to launch projects on Stargaze, uh, please reach out or have them fill out the form. Yeah, d definitely love music. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Shane was also... Uh, really big into music. He was uh, in many bands back in the day. And that's actually originally where we met at a music festival. Thank you. We don't have to what? Yeah, we don't have to bring up my other life here. It sounds like a, it sounds like a, it sounds like years ago. I mean, it was years ago, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was fun. You're I think your demon dude has a mohawk, right? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Um, uh, hi, John. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Welcome back. Hi. Um, just wanted to say that I'm really excited about NFT staking, especially if you look at like small artists that mainly bring like small collections or one of one pieces. I think that's a great way for them to get some utility to, to say, yeah, uh, basic. And I was wondering if it is, uh, if the, the possibility is coming to pay on Stargaze in any IBC uh, token, like you can on Osmosis right now, already, I guess. Um, I was wondering, how does that influence the, the, the staking rewards? Uh, are we, uh, going, can we expect to see like a basket of dust coming in, like on Gravity Bridge and uh, Quicksilver and Stride and so? Uh, let me try to uh, um, um, 
let me let me clear up your question. Is it are you asking when you stake, would you get rewards in other assets besides stars? Is that your question? Yeah, exactly. And it also extends to the NFT staking and maybe to the staking as an atom holder when uh, one stargaze becomes an economic zone, if that will happen. Yeah, so um, yeah, so for NFT staking, we're thinking that um, anyone can add rewards to it, add external rewards to it. So uh, oh. let's say that you want to reward a certain collection that is staking, um, you could add some other token, let's say, you know, Osmo, whatever, to that pool. And then yeah. that'll also get, get distributed as a reward for uh, staking. Oh, interesting. Thanks. Sure. Yeah, thank you for the question. Uh, all right, guys, we're a little over our hour here. So um, I think we'll, we'll go ahead and call it. Um, this Friday is going to be a very fun freshman Friday. Uh, and I'm looking very forward to it. Uh, thanks again for joining us. And uh, we will chat next week. Uh, have a great one. Bye. Nice. I'm going to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you're going to love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun And then I'm like, one out of a hundred I'm just building up on it to sum of everything we built Or in the last hundred upsets You're getting salty, feeling faulty You ain't no man, I keep Robo here, grinning ear to ear Throwing up anarchy Smoking toiletries Spitting philosophies Look at the dossier We rack like geography There's layers to this shit Like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels Getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell That shit is a vital experience Without knowing how you will not survive, period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship alive, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house, son. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. Mate, you just a little rat, man. Go on, fuck off, man. Do one. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking up with us. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy. I'm just here for the corporation sponsored lobotomy. Feels like I won the lottery, like I'm ghosting this pottery. Chill, Demi. Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting. If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle. You would try to train your muscle. Air dropping like a fatal hustle, but the pay is bustin'. Think of all the loss of crew just to pick up off the truth. Because I'm not figured all those sub would make up for something. I guess it just goes to show the fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here. I like my little silo. It's better than watching them fight over how to divide my time between. Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phones bang, they're feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relators Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader It's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are. We know, who, we know where they live. And we're, and we're going to their house. We have a wrench. A big wrench. And we will attack them with the wrench. And then we will take their validator node physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive 
uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb, it's just a van of men Spaces. <laughs> 